Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone. What is up? It's Savannah Brimer here from the true crime podcast, Killer Instinct. If you have a true crime obsession like me, Killer Instinct is the podcast for you. Join me every week as we dive into the wildest, most twisted true crime cases. Anything and everything from unsolved, solved, cold cases, missing persons cases, and serial killer cases. Each case will leave your head spinning. And with that being said, I also wanted to get you guys prepared for Halloween. Halloween is the only time a year where we give you five back-to-back true crime Halloween-inspired cases every day from October 24th to October 28th. These are cases you are not going to want to miss. So make sure you pause what you're listening to right now, head over and subscribe. That way you never miss an episode. We post every Wednesday and I can't wait to see you there. Hi, I'm Olivia D'Andrea, host of the Globe Diaries podcast. This is not a self-help podcast. This is me being a friend to someone out there who needs it. I have struggled with disordered eating, anxiety, negative thinking, body image, loneliness, That really doesn't sound good when I list it all out. But yeah, I've had a lot of problems. Who hasn't? Everybody has problems. It's just that we don't really like to talk about it out loud because it makes us vulnerable. But my belief is that talking about the things that have hurt us, our insecurities, is how we grow. So this podcast is about being real. So if you want to hang out with me and learn a thing or two because I did go through this drastic five-year mental and physical self-transformation that you can find on YouTube, Subscribe to the Globe Diaries podcast. You can find it on any podcast platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, etc. And let this just be a chill spot for us to grow together. I'm out of breath. <laughs> We're back. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to your Monday morning or afternoon or Tuesday. Or whenever whatever. you're listening to it. Yeah. I hope it's a great day, whatever day you're listening to I hope this it is. To. Today we're talking about fossils. Fossils. And how they form. If you couldn't tell by the Me. lovely music at the end. I think that's when we talk about dinosaurs. Dan- well, yeah, not all, di- not all fossils are Not all fossils dinosaurs, are dinos. But when you mention fossils, you can't not hum or sing. Me. The Jurassic Park theme song. All the whole day that is gonna be all I do. Hundred percent. When I just ran up to get the coffee, I was singing it upstairs. I think my family was out hiking in Utah and that just like looks like Jurassic Park. My sister was so frustrated the whole (laughs) hike. She was like, Will you shut up? Like I can't not do with this anymore. Oh, that's funny. Because I think I I literally sang it the whole hike and she was like, You've got to stop. I'm gonna lose my mind. We were in (laughs) Zion, that's where we were, and that looks like Jurassic Park. There's a lot of fossils found in niche that area there are i actually it's like the number one spot is actually here in utah, in utah. yeah 
Uh, we do have rating and reviews to get to, we but do, yeah. we will get to those in a second. Yeah. I have actually seen dinosaur footprints. I stopped really? off at a random pole off in Utah somewhere overlooking something. Yeah. And my friend Alex Harris and I got out of the car and we were just like chill and taking a break because it like looked beautiful. Yeah. And there was this dinosaur trail and you literally Whoa. could walk this trail that had footprints of the dinosaurs. Was it like a man, like somebody set it up? Not the no. Not the footprints, but like, was it? you know like they knew it was there or did you just stumble upon no 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 they knew it was there oh, okay. they like put out a little thing at the pull out like when you got there yeah, okay. um it said like there are dinosaur tracks down here see if like you can find them oh, cool. type of thing and we literally walked like put our feet where dinosaur footprints oh, that's were really cool it was so cool uh, before we get too far deep into fossils i here, love fossils big fossil gal over here <laughs> Let's jump into some Apple Podcast rating and reviews. Yeehaw, baby. Um, we're pulling these off Apple Podcasts. If you want to get your review read, jump over there, drop a review, drop a joke. We got a lot of good jokes. So many good jokes. So many good jokes. Uh, drop a podcast idea. Yes, please. Drop a podcast idea. I'm trying to get a large number so yeah. we can just do a whole podcast or a couple podcasts on yeah. what you guys want to learn about. Yeah, like a rapid fire compilation yeah. Yeah. user submitted ideas which i would think would be super awesome i think it'd be good yeah also we saw on youtube that a couple of you guys are a little upset that we haven't read your rating and review yet yeah um don't get upset with us we love you and we, we know we really appreciate that you dropped your rating and review over on apple Podcasts. like you went from youtube and dropped it on apple Podcasts. we promise we're getting to them we read two every podcast yeah and we've done i think this is episode 24 four and we started doing this at like episode 10 Maybe. or something yeah so we've only read about 20 of them yeah so we're we're getting there we're getting there. like if you dropped it it will be read eventually we promise we promise it will be read we're literally going from the bottom up yeah like we're we're making our way through the list we promise yeah but i will say all you people commenting and discussing on youtube is so cool i was just telling grace about this this morning there's some like real discussion going yeah, on yeah legit and i really appreciate it I love it. Like you guys were sharing all your ghost stories. Yeah, there were a lot of good ghost stories in after that episode. And the um, jokes. And the jokes. A lot of good jokes. All right, so we got our reviews. Yeehaw. You, you go first. Okay. What do you got? This one is titled Podcast I've Been Waiting For, and it's by Robert underscore 83. They said, I've been watching T-Core for years and dreamed of them getting a podcast. The hosts are entertaining and very knowledgeable. Every episode has been extremely fascinating. Love the T-Core team. And then they also included a knock-knock joke. Whoa. Double whammy over Double, here. Yeah. Knock-knock. Who's there? T-Core podcast. T-Core podcast who? The best podcast ever. Oh, nice. Oh, thanks, Robert. We love you. Yeah, thank you so much, Robert. That was so sweet. Thanks for tacking on a joke at the end there. Yeah, right? I it mean, really it was, came through. It wasn't like an actual joke. Yeah, it was more of like a... But it was a compliment towards us, so I'll yes. accept it. Yeah, I'm glad you find it extremely fascinating. Yeah, that's nice to hear. I love that. <laughs> they did say uh, the hosts are extremely knowledgeable or very knowledgeable. I mean, two monkeys in a trench you. coat over here yeah. fooling the world. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I've got one too, similar to the one you just read. They oh, got cool. it's, it's 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 like a review and then a joke on oh, the end. Oh, fun! Yeah, I love that. Um, they titled it "The Joke." The joke. The joke. Da joke. Yeah. Um, and this is from Cartac is the best. Yeah, you are Cartac. Yeah, you are Cartac. Uh, they said awesome podcast. Love it. It is really interesting and has great hosts. Funny fact, 
I farted while you're explaining how you fart in the <laughs> Did Dinosaurs Fart episode. <laughs> Thanks, Kartek. <laughs> Thanks for letting us know. <laughs> I'm speechless. Yeah. I'm absolutely It's pretty speechless. good, right? <laughs> that is so good. Oh, if you haven't listened to that podcast, go listen. We, yeah. I don't think we got through that podcast. We, we literally sat in here and recorded for yeah. like an hour and a half, I think, At on least. that one. And the because, episode's like 20 minutes. Yeah, because we could not stop laughing. Yeah. Like we, fart jokes are funny. Yeah. Let's just be very stuff. clear. Farts are funny. Farts are funny. Okay. And then also, in addition to that, just gold tidbit of information. <laughs> there's uh, more. There's a knock knock joke. Oh. Yeah. Except they said mock mock. Mock mock. Mock mock. Mock mock. Mock mock. Who's there? Yeah. Yahoo. Wow, you must be excited. <laughs> yeah. This is the best one yet. It's a good one, right? That was yeah. a really good Cartac, you are the best. Cartac, you came in here swinging <laughs> today with the info and the joke. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. That was really good. Nice. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was an enjoyable time. Thank you guys for leaving your rating and reviews. Those meant the world to us. Yes, they were good. Good day today. All right. (laughs) Back into fossils. Okay. So have you ever collected a fossil? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. What do you have? I, well, because I grew up in Southern Utah. Right. So I had, I'd got like fossilized um, trilobites, you know, the usual little guys where you, because everywhere around where I lived, Mm -hmm. um, the entire country there was made of shale sure so you would go out uh blue shale to be specific yeah so you go out with a hammer bust it open and you could find a trilobite fossil in there or um i've also found and i just looked this up to verify i've Mm -hmm. also found shark's teeth oh yeah yeah yeah. a lot of those actually really right outside my hometown you can hike up there's mountains around it Uh uh-huh hike up on the top of them and they'll have like a uh, really sandy top. Sure. You know? And yeah, there's you can find shark's teeth all over them. That is wild to me because I've collected yeah. them in North Carolina, yeah. obviously. Sure. But the fact that you can collect them because I mean, Utah was like the ocean yeah, at one point. Back in the day. Back way back in way the back day. Way back a couple years ago. Which is like what makes Utah so cool in my yeah. opinion. But that is crazy. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Southern Utah. Shark's teeth all over. Well, my fossils aren't as cool as yours. Oh, well, you didn't grow up in Utah. That's so. true. Fossil capital of the world <laughs> here, apparently. Yeah, so I, uh, on top of that conversation of yeah. where you can find fossils, I actually found this website that you can go and like basically plug in where you live. Like if you live in New Hampshire, North Carolina, Utah, and it'll tell you where you can go find fossils. Oh, really? Yeah, and where like most typical fossil for you to find. I felt so bad for some of the states. Really? Because, yeah, we have sandstone here, so it's yeah. perfect for preserving fossils. Yeah. yeah. And there's some states that's like, there's only granite here. You will never find You'll a never fossil. You'll never find a fossil <laughs> in this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, that's so sad. Yeah. it's That's like my life is because I grew up in southern Utah. Yeah. And I lived very close to a national park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like very close to like three national parks. Yeah, they're all literally. They're all right there, and like various state parks are there. Mm -hmm. Like I totally took it for granted, and I still do. When people are like, "Oh my gosh, is it just beautiful down there?" It's just, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's all right, I guess." Sandy. It's like, yeah, it's a little. I don't know. It's like red rocks, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then this too, add this on top of it, where it's like you can find all the fossils, literally. And I'm like, 
yeah, whatever, I guess. Cool. I found some shark teeth when I was like 10, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. And I'm like over here like, you found a shark tooth yeah. in Utah? Yeah. Like, there's no water around here. Yeah. Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. That's Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Okay, so moving on from Josh's experience of finding <laughs> fossils everywhere he went when he was younger. Yeah, I was just stumbling upon them. Yeah, and I did not have that experience in North Carolina. I mean, we were more of a mining state, so like we yeah. would go gem mining a lot. Like oh, that was like the big okay. thing out there because of the minerals and whatnot. Okay. But the biggest fossil ever found oh. was discovered in the UK. Okay. So not in the United States, not in Utah. Shout out to the UK. Go UK. Yeah. Uh, the remains of a monstrous 33 foot Whoa. long, which is 10 meters, 10 sea meters. dragon. Sea dragon. Sea dragon. That swam in the seas when dinosaurs were alive some 180 million years ago. Oh my. Yeah. So it was unearthed in a nature reserve in England. A 33 foot sea dragon. Sea dragon. 10 meters. 10 meters long. Get this, it's six foot skull, weighed one ton. Holy crap. One ton. That's, That's big, just the bones. Just the skull. Yeah. Could you imagine like you had some meat onto that guy? Like... Yeah, that's a big guy. <laughs> He's huge. Yeah. So the behemoth is the biggest and most complete fossil of its kind ever discovered in the UK. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. That's I think huge. that was Nessie. That is that, this is Nessie. This is Nessie. It died a long time ago. Yeah, People they... are still looking for it. Yeah. Yeah, but we, we actually we found solved it. the case. We got it, guys. Don't worry. We're a mystery channel now. Case closed. So, what is fossilization? How did they this behemoth become? How did Nessie become a fossil? Yeah. yeah. So basically, a fossil is the preserved remains or trace of a dead organism, and the process by which this happens is called fossilization. It is very rare for living things to become fossilized. What? Yes. <laughs> really? To go through this process. It is very, very rare. You know, I didn't know that, but it makes sense because yeah. of how many organisms there were. Like, mm -hmm. if every single one became a fossil, there you couldn't like walk outside. No, you without would... seeing a fossil, especially in Utah. Yeah, seriously though, that makes sense. But it's a very rare process. Like, think about it. We would know exactly if we if we had access to more fossils, we would know exactly what the dinosaurs looked like. We sure. probably have more complete. We would actually have a complete T. Rex. We would have. Yeah. All these different things instead of trying to be like, wait, does this go here? Does it go there? Ah, that's true. So, yeah. When I read that as well, I was like, really? It's a yeah. rare thing? But then I had the same realization. Yeah. I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense. Makes sense. Usually after most animals die, their bodies just rot away and there's nothing left behind. However, under certain special conditions, a fossil can form. After the animal or dinosaur dies, the soft parts of the body decompose. They explode. They Anyway. <laughs> so the body decomposes. Yes. Leaving just the hard parts, like the skeleton, behind. Right. And this is buried in some particles of the rock called sediment. Yeah. As more layers of sediment build up on top, the sediment around the skeleton begin to compact and turn to rock. Then the bone starts to be dissolved by water seeping through the rock, and the minerals in the water replace the bone. 
which leaves a rock replica of the original bone, which is called a fossil. So it's not bone that we're finding. It's it's rock. Rock. Shaped like bone. Yes. Yeah. I learned all about this. Uh, <laughs> Probably did. In high or elementary and high school science i'm sure you got to go on a whole field trip dude are you kidding me like the layers <laughs> of sediment like that was prime you guys walked out the front school of your elementary and were yeah, like look like, at the layers Do you see this mountain right here you see the layers yep cool all right we're good let's go that's so crazy yeah that you got to do this because i mean when we find fossils we don't find yeah. them really in north carolina we just find like bones of deer and stuff <laughs> sure that's all we got out That's there. all you got out there. Some dead raccoons. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Hey, maybe someday there'll be a raccoon fossil. Right? <laughs> I'll be able to tell my kids, back in my day, back they roamed the day, earth. <laughs> they were Those trash pandas were roaming the earth. <laughs> we are out of pocket today. <laughs> yeah, this one's really just spitting off. Woo. But yeah, I think it's really interesting. I mean... I think maybe I learned about this, but we learned about it very quickly because it really? wasn't really applicable yeah. in high school. Yeah. And I don't think it ever really sat into my brain that what we're finding is not a bone. It is a rock. It's rock. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is a really cool fact. If you like didn't know, like I said, like that was mm-hmm. that was core curriculum for me. Um, but yeah, like it. I feel like people might think that I fossils didn't. are just bones. Yeah. They're I thought they were just bones. But yeah, it's just rock replacement. Yeah, the water seeps into the bone and then it just hardens the sedimentary rock right there yeah. and then replaces the bone with rock. So there's different types of fossilization, which is really important to know because the same fossilization process that happens here on land doesn't happen the same way in the ocean or in sure. bodies of water. So the most common method of fossilization is permineralization or petrification. Those are the two common types. Yeah. Permineralization and petrification. And petrification. Yeah. I have seen, when you were talking about, I totally forgot about this. I've seen uh, petrified trees. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of those down. So many. Down in my neck of the woods as yeah, well. Yeah. And the petrified sand dunes. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Down in Arches National Park yeah. they have to drive through. Yeah. They're cool. After an organism soft tissue decays in sediment, the hard parts, particularly the bone, are left behind. So, like we talked about before, the water seeps in, yeah. the minerals dissolve in the water, the water seeps into the space within the remains, and they form crystals. These crystallization minerals cause the remains to harden along with the encasing sedimentary rock. So this is these two are like the these are like your basic. This is like I found a fossil that it, looks like a bone. It's probably this. Yes. Next, we have carbonization or distillation. This yields a detailed carbon impression of the dead organism in sedimentary rock. The heat and pressure from being buried in sediments can sometimes cause the tissue of organisms, including plants and leaves, in the soft body parts of fish, reptiles, and marine invertebrates to release hydrogen and oxygen, leaving behind a residue of carbon. Okay. So that's like what you would find, your little worms and stuff. I'm sure, yeah. Would be carbonization. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's more common to find carbonization or distillation than anything else, really? actually. I feel like it's more common for that to happen than Outside to of find Utah. a yeah, yeah, to find a find like a bone. Yeah, because if, if you don't have a large percentage of sandstone, yeah. you're not gonna have the sediment filling in for mm-hmm. the bones. I don't know. I just feel like that feels more common to me than anything else. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure like fossils in North Carolina mm-hmm. are probably those. I don't know. I don't know either, man. We're not experts here. We're just chatting. We're just two dinosaurs in some trench coats. Today. Today, yeah. <laughs> we'll go back to monkeys later. 
Another type of fossilization is replacement, and that's when the minerals and groundwater replace the minerals that make up bodily remains after the water completely dissolves the original hard parts of the organism. So sounds kind of similar to mm-hmm. the first one, but this is saying it's doing it in water. Yes. Instead of like encased in Yes, yeah, the water completely dissolves the original yeah. hard parts. That's cool. Instead of bringing in the minerals. Yeah. And then there's your molds and casts, and that's if an organism completely dissolves in sedimentary rock and it can leave an impression of its exterior in the rock. This is called an external mold. 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 If the mold gets filled with other minerals, it becomes a cast. An internal mold forms when sedimentary rock or mineral fill in the internal cavities, such as a shell or skull of an organism. And the remains dissolve. Okay. So this is like your dinosaur tracks. Yes. Yeah. That I saw that I could like walk That on. you walked in, yeah. <laughs> For sure. It was that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's how I imagine the dinosaurs walked. I like, think that's <laughs> how they walked, yeah. No, I think it was with that sound. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Hot take here. Oh. Okay. I think that dinosaurs were just giant chickens. Okay. I think they had feathers. Yeah. I had think that they are completely different than what we're taught in school. Sure. I am not a conspiracy person, but I just truly <laughs> feel like we don't know what they sounded like. Sure. We don't know. Like these sounds in Jurassic Park where they're like, rah. Yeah. We don't know that they roared. No. We don't know what their esophagus looked like. No. We, we don't know that they had tongues. Do we not? I don't know. I don't We've know. never found a tongue, I don't think. I Probably not. It's a right. soft tissue. Yeah. It probably doesn't. Dissolves. Survive, yeah. I think that's why I was so fascinated with dinosaurs growing up. Yeah. Was because I was like, we don't know. We don't actually know what they were. Yeah. We know that they were on this earth and in this world, but we don't actually know what they looked like. Fully. Yeah. We know what their skeleton looks like. Yeah. Yeah. We have no idea what their outer coat looked like. Like, yes, we have some like imprints and whatnot. Yeah. But it looks like chicken skin. I think, well, that's the thing is I think new stuff is coming out every day. Mm-hmm. And I think we should do a podcast on this. Yeah. So we shouldn't get too deep in it. But I do think they did just find another fossil. Did they? That showed feathers. Yeah. I've known it I all think it might have been in Utah too. That doesn't shock me. Yeah. It was, you know. But like literally I have always been fascinated with the fact that we don't know what they looked like. Yeah. A dinosaur could be pink or blue or green or like That's neon true. yellow. We have no idea. The whole like color of a dinosaur being, you know, what dark green or something. Yeah. As far as I know, we have no way of knowing that. No, we have no way to know what color they were. Like that's not present in the the fossilized remains. No. So, yeah, I mean, I guess a T-Rex could have been like hot pink. If we wanted it to just be. Just chilling. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine a hot pink? Hot pink T-Rex. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Dinosaurs are fascinating to me. Yeah. I, it's just like, it. besides a microscope, dinosaurs pulled me into the world of science. I was yeah, fascinated. Totally. Land before time. Dude, sold. land before time. So oh my sold. gosh. Okay. Back on track. What about organic remains? What about them? So in recent years, researchers have discovered that some fossils aren't just made of minerals. Fossil analysis have shown, for instance, that some retain organic material dated to the Cretaceous, which is a period that lasted from 65.5 million to 145.5 million years ago. And the Jurassic period, which lasted from 145.5 million to 199.6 million years ago. Yep. These tests suggest that these organic materials belong to dinosaurs because they match certain proteins from birds 
which evolved from dinosaurs. Ta-da! Listen, I mean, I've seen Jurassic Park. Yeah. They got organic material from, mm-hmm. uh, what was it, sap? Yeah. Amber, I guess mm-hmm. was what it was, from a mosquito. Yeah. Then that's actually, that was real. I mean, not the not the not part, the, but but they yeah. have found um, like DNA from samples in encased in like amber. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. It's unclear how this organic material is preserved, but iron might help the proteins become cross-linked and unrecognizable or unavailable to the bacteria that would otherwise consume them, which is really, really crazy. Yeah, that's interesting. So formaldehyde works in this similar way, cross-linking the amino acids to make up proteins, making them more resistant to the decay. Oh, I, that's interesting. I never really knew what formaldehyde did. We just knew it preserved the thing. It just, they just pump it into dead bodies. Yeah, right? Yeah. So it just prevents the decay. Huh. That actually came from a paleontologist at North Carolina State University. Oh, shut out. Go pack. Yeah. That's where I went to school. There you go. <laughs> Another idea is microbial masonry. It is possible that the bacteria that initially chomped through the tissues are secreting minerals as a waste product and then hermetically, which means airtight, yeah. seal a little bit of what remains behind, almost like a stone mason sealing off a structure. Interesting. So like the bacteria eats it, uh-huh. but then like poops it out. They poop out. The DNA. The DNA, but then that also like seals it up yes. in the poop. It's like. Interesting. <laughs> that sound. Yeah. So we have microbial masonry. Sure. And then we also have the idea of formaldehyde yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Situation. But it's iron that does it instead. The iron, yeah. Which is so crazy to think about. Like little pieces of iron helping preserve organic matter. Yeah. For uh hundreds of millions of years. It's so crazy. It's like we talked about in the previous podcast. Uh-huh. We were talking about how science grows every single day. Yeah. And we discover something new. It's always changing. It's so cool. Like something we had no access to 10 years ago, we now have access to to be like, oh, yeah, (laughs) bacteria was eating this, but then it pooped it out. But it also saved the DNA in an airtight thing. Yeah. So we thought this bacteria was bad, but it was actually good. It's actually doing us a favor. Yeah. And like, say we scrubbed it all off of these fossils and bones and everything that we found. And it's like, dang. Shouldn't. If we had access to that 10 years ago, we wouldn't have scrubbed all the stuff off of it. We would have left it yeah. to find DNA. Oh, shoot. Right? Can you imagine, speaking of like science evolving our understanding, like what is the thought process going through like a prehistoric human, like a caveman? I have no idea. They're like out hunting and stumble in. They're out hunting in like southern Utah and just stumble upon a giant preserved fossilized skeleton. And they're just like, ah. Uh, Excuse me, what is this? I have no idea. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's wild to think about. Which that that begs the question. So give like 50 years, mm-hmm. 100 years from now, what's it going to be with dinosaurs that were like, oh, we have all the understanding. Can you imagine yeah. what they thought back then? No. 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 It's us I talking can't. about rainbow dinosaurs. Literally. Like hot pink dinosaurs. Yeah. They're going to be like, yeah, obviously they were hot pink. <laughs> Duh, they were hot pink. What are those and idiots Someone's going to send this podcast to someone in the world yeah. and be like, these two monkeys in a trench coat were talking about they this knew. 10 years ago. They knew. And then there's these other animals like 
that we're getting ready to talk about okay. that are challenging to fossilize that okay, probably these are the rough ones these are the guys that are just like they just don't do it they just don't do it yeah. and imagine how many are out there that we have no idea it actually existed sure i bet there was a lot yeah, back in the day that we have no idea actually existed because there's no fossils no yeah. record no preservation sad, of them. right it's so sad yeah so animals without skeletons like worms jellyfish and other soft-bodied critters yep. are very very hard to fossilize makes sense they are very rare that we find them so when paleontologists find a well-preserved fossil of a soft-bodied animal it's an occasion for a celebration <laughs> i'm just picturing like the scene at the beginning of jurassic park when they're all out like at the dig yeah. site but then they're all just like popping bottles of champagne because yeah. they found a worm yeah, <laughs> like, yeah! we found a worm today <laughs> Could you imagine? If you're a paleontologist and that happens, let us know. So for soft-bodied animals to be fossilized, its body must be protected from decomposition. The body is usually exposed to air and water with a lot of oxygen, so it decomposes rapidly. The animal is likely to be fossilized only if it is buried soon after it dies or if it's buried alive. So what makes me think when they find these soft-bodied critters and their fossils, it has to be when... Like the floodgates opened in Utah and yeah. like all that water rushed in and rushed through and things were just buried instantly. Yeah, I'm sure. Like that had to be. All the worms were chilling above ground and then yeah. all of a sudden were covered in. Exactly. Like loose sediment mm -hmm. and water. Even then it is likely to decompose because water that seeps through the sediment around it is usually rich in oxygen. Sometimes, however, the body's buried rapidly by fine mud. The water seeps through the mud much more slowly than through sand, so the body does not decompose as fast. Mud often contains a lot of organic matter as well, and that uses up the oxygen faster. Go little critters. Yeah. <laughs> Some animal bodies then escape decomposition. Under just the right conditions, a delicate impression of the animal might be preserved. Man, you weren't kidding when you said this is rare. Like, how does this happen at all? <laughs> right? It, it's literally like... There can't be any oxygen. Yeah. If there is, it has to be very minimal. And <laughs> that's going to decompose the body very rapidly. It needs to be mud. It's it's crazy it's to like think about. The animal needs to die on a Tuesday. It needs to be <laughs> overcast. Uh, <laughs> like, no rain for a week. <laughs> no rain for a week. Uh, the worm needed to be a good worm, not a bad worm. <laughs> Make sure that it was buried. Like someone came by and buried it we after buried it the died. Worm. <laughs> they said it some nice, like peaceful words at their grave. 10 million years later. Ten, yeah, 10, mil 10 million years later, that'll all pay off. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so then that made me beg the question, do we still have dig sites? Like the one in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Do yeah. we still have dig sites? Do we still have records? Are there people still digging, trying to find fossils? Right. And we kind of do, but we also don't. Really? It's one of those things that's kind of a dying out thing. Oh, that's um, sad. It is kind of sad that yeah. like there are these teams that do excavations and they dig and they find, but yeah. it's not as common as it, it used to be. Okay. Okay. So anyway, the Cleveland Lloyd Dinosaur Quarry in Elmo, Utah. Elmo, Utah. Elmo, Utah. Dude, we should go to Elmo, Utah. Can we get a field trip? <laughs> yeah. Plan. Field trip. Field trip. Well, we Elmo. should go because with over 12,000 bones discovered since the early 1900s, this yeah. esteemed excavation site is home to the largest concentration of Jurassic dinosaur fossils found anywhere on Earth. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Elmo. Elmo. <laughs> Coming through, man. Coming through, Elmo. One of the Jurassic era's most iconic dinosaurs was once widespread across Utah. 
this formidable apex predator is also known today as the Allosaurus. The Allosaurus. He's like a mini T-Rex. It's like a mini T-Rex with like a slightly lar- longer head. I don't know how to describe this dinosaur. It kind of looks like a chicken. <laughs> they all look like Long arms-ish. Yeah. But yeah, apparently they were a formidable apex predator and they really loved Utah. They're all over Utah. Uh, the only thing that people and... People by people, I mean paleontologists yeah. can't figure out is why this predator would congregate in such high numbers in this one location. That is weird. They like, have like a town there. I guess the Allosaurus. They had to like travel in packs. Um, I would assume, right? right? But usually that's not the case. I mean, they found over twelve thousand bones. That's a lot. There's a ton. Yeah. Of Allosaurus dinosaurs. Maybe that's just like there's that was their uh, cemetery. Yeah, they took, put, they took, carried took them the dead guys there yeah, and buried them. Yeah, they they could have been way smarter than we're giving them credit for. You, dude, know? who knows? We who don't knows? know. <laughs> they had to have big heads, right? And they're they have like big Wasn't heads. That, isn't that a thing though? Like they didn't, they don't think they had big brains. They had to, have or big they know brains. they didn't because they can like look at the brain cavity in the head. Oh, true. We've learned a lot today. Yeah, I think we should definitely get into that more on an, on its own dino podcast. Yes, uh, we could talk for hours about dinosaurs. I think, we could, I think we're learning now that we could probably go on for like 12 <laughs> I days. I love dinosaurs. Big dinosaur fans. End of story here. Yeah. Uh, the animal dies, soft part of the body decomposes, leaving some stuff behind. Then it is begin to be married in uh, mud, sand, or silt. Yeah. And then the layers build up. And then water seeps into the bones and the teeth, turning them into stone and leave behind the mineral bones. And that's how you get a fossil. That's how fossils are made, kids. That's it. Yeah. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. That's the big wrap up right there. Yeah. And then the giant dinosaur at the beginning that weighed a six or a one ton head. (laughs) Ten meter Loch Ness monster. Yes. Yeah. That's how. We solved that case really fast. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot that we broke that. Yeah. We broke the mystery. This was there. a monumental podcast. We, Big one, yeah. We learned a lot. Definitely. <laughs> anyway, leave us a rating and review. Definitely. Let us know what you learned in this podcast and what you find fascinating. And if you want a dinosaur podcast, please literally just leave a rating and review of like a dinosaur. Do <laughs> like a emoji. dinosaur emoji. Yeah. The dino yeah, emoji. that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Maybe we should do that instead of like people leaving... Their idea, yeah. Just leave an emoji, and we have to guess what the podcast <laughs> is based off of the emoji. That could be so dangerous. It could, but it could be very like like you could do like a couple, yeah. If you're trying to get an idea across, yeah. Just leave a couple emojis, and, and then we, we'll try we have to, to figure out what what the that idea would be is. so much fun. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Anyway, if you've ever been to Elmo, Utah, also please let us know, dude. If you live in Elmo, can we come visit? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) the odds of the 400 people that live in there, like one of them listening to this podcast is pretty low. If they do, my life would be made. Yeah. If you know someone, send them this podcast and let us come hang out. Dude, I probably know somebody that lives in Elmo, Utah. I feel like, I don't know. Really? I mean, I grew up in that that neck of the woods, you know? So we all know each other down there. 400 people has somebody yeah someone one of the 400 people in my town has to know one of the 400 people in their town i mean you did know the one guy your aunt knew the fire chief guy for the liquid oxygen oxygen video dude fire chief dan yeah shout out to (laughs) wow okay uh blast from the past yeah 
liquid oxygen video watch it if you haven't it's one of oh, the best videos we've ever made honestly truthfully anyway whew, should we go right. uh should we go to elmo utah and search for some fossils that or i want to go to your hometown and find myself a shark suit there might be some yeah or we just go watch jurassic park Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just sit on the couch. Yeah, like Netflix it up and go watch Jurassic Park. Yeah. We're going to go do that. Cool. All right. Hope you love dinosaurs as much as us. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. That's Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. That's Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.